game is done. David, you are my favorite Dodger insider. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. David Vassay is going to join us. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers Baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk. David Vesey. The Dodgers' magic number to reclaim the NL West is now 23 after they sweep the Marlins with a 10-3 win today at Dodgers Stadium. Welcome to Dodger Talk. David Vassay with you until 6 o'clock tonight here on AM570 LA Sports. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Jose Moto will join us at the bottom of the hour. I'll give you a fun fact in regards to Freddie Freeman because he is quietly doing something that possibly has not been done since 1929. But today, it was about the birthday boy, Ryan Pepio, taking advantage of the Dodgers scoring early and often after Sandy Alcantara was knocked out of the game in the fourth inning with two outs. Who would have thought Ryan Pepio would have outpitched Alcantara today at Dodgers Stadium? I will say this, though. The lineup that Sandy had to face was a lot different than the one Ryan had to face as far as the Marlins versus the Dodgers, but this was another emphatic declaration that you can try to pick holes on any team, no matter how good they are. Maybe we should stop trying to pick holes on this Dodger team that has baseball's best record at 84-36, and 36, has a wide margin lead in the NL West, and let's just sit back and enjoy this team because not everybody's going to be perfect every day. They can only play the teams that are put on the schedule on that particular day. So, yeah, you could pick a part that, yeah, they beat the Marlins. They should beat the Marlins. Well, they did. Earlier in the year, you were complaining they weren't beating the lesser teams. So now they are, and the Dodgers are rolling. Max Muncy is now rolling. Seven home runs in the month of August, and I will still continue to leave two lines open for you to call to apologize to Max Muncy because this is reminiscent of the 2020 season when Max Muncy got hit in the hand by Alex Wood in an inner squad game. He was never the same until maybe the final 10 games of that short 60-game regular season, and he was really good in the postseason. I feel the same way, and that's why I had faith he would figure it out. And he made a mechanical adjustment that has been above and beyond anything you could talk about as far as the intangibles, but the mentality of sticking with it and sticking with the process certainly has been a big part of it. And don't give up on Cody Bellinger and Joey Gallo. Yeah, they may not hit 300 this year, but they can have an impact on a game like they did today with one swing of the bat. Cody Bellinger uh, really shook Alcantara today in the second inning after Joey Gallo tripled off the right field wall. Those are the type of impact hits Cody Bellinger can have in a game. 
and I have no issues with the Dodgers deciding to platoon Bellinger if that's the way they decide to go in a hard and fast way in the postseason. He has not done well against lefties this year, but against a fastball pitcher like he saw today, uh, he could do damage. And Joey Gallo, in the right situations that the Dodgers are putting him in against right-handed pitchers as well, he can do damage. And you saw how good of an outfielder he was today. And unfortunately for Joey Wendell, he saw it too, and he was the victim of it twice. In the first inning, Wendell threw, or Gallo threw Wendell out at the plate. No hop. It was on the fly. A perfect strike to Will Smith to end the first inning. And then in Wendell's next at-bat, Gallo charging in towards the left field foul line made a diving catch head first to rob Wendell of at least a double. If it gets behind Gallo, it might be a triple. But uh, Joey Gallo, a good day for him, a triple, and also defensively a big day. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Let's celebrate the birthday boy, Ryan Pepio, his 25th birthday today, and he wins his second major league game with his best major league outing. Thank you for the birthday wish. Um, it was definitely exciting and um, happy to be able to power through and get through that sixth inning. Um, it was very exciting for me, and I had some great help from the defense as well. It looked like uh, there was a moment you kind of looked over. Dave Roberts was up on the top step. Uh, what does it mean to you just to have his trust and for you then to, uh, to execute? and have that moment? Um, definitely means the world to me because knowing that he let me go out there and stay out there, um, that he trusted me to get that job done and I was able to pull through as well. well if you can put up so many runs in today, three or four innings in, you already had a four or five run lead. What was that like for you? Um, definitely nice to have a lead, especially with who we were facing on the other side. Um, definitely be able to calm down, make some pitches, and just go out there and attack guys. Dustin last night had a reckoning with himself after a couple early walks. Like, you know, those strikes, just trust it, let them make the mistakes. Did you have the same thing with yourself after that early walk? Yeah, just settling down, just getting back in the zone and getting back ahead of guys and um, make them get themselves out. Because that felt like one of the, the bigger keys for you with all your starts up here this year is when you're able to kind of have that command and avoid the walks that things go a lot smoother. Yes, definitely helps not giving free passes and allowing guys on base um, and then seeing the lineup less. Um, definitely beneficial. Does it become more normal just having that command that the more you're up here, the more you go through the routine, uh, just starting in the major league? Definitely. Definitely feel more comfortable each time I go out there. Um, feel like part of the team and helping any way I possibly can. How big was that throw from left field to end the first inning? It's huge. Um, definitely a momentum swinger. Um, and kudos to Joey. Made a great play and then a diving catcher later and big triple as well. So um, great game from him. No doubt a great game from Ryan Pepio. Not, a, not, not only the only one, it was uh, Joey Gallo had a big game. Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, each with three hits. Smith drove in three runs. Muncie drove in two. And the Dodgers run away from the Marlins again with a 10-3 win, completing the sweep. The Dodgers really took it to the Marlins and Don Mattingly's ball club in this three-game series, outscoring them 19-4. The Dodgers had more runs than the Marlins had hits in this series. 866-987-2570. By the way, I'll just reinforce it one more time because it bears repeating. The Dodgers lineup took it to baseball's best pitcher today. This guy's going to win the Cy Young Award. And in case you were not sure or wavering whether or not this Dodger lineup is good enough for playoff baseball, I think they let you know they are. 
866-987-2570 is the phone number. Let's go out to Irvine. Kevin, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Kevin. Hi, David. Hey, uh, good luck tomorrow with surgery. Uh, we'll all be praying for you. And, boy, did you make an adjustment. Most people take the day off because of a cold, but you stayed six broken ribs. I mean, yeah, six broken ribs and a broken wrist. And uh, Harrison made a great comment that you're normally right-handed and that you had to use the microphone with the left hand, so you made the adjustment. And uh, the only reason I called was to see how was his changeup today uh, for his uh, win on his birthday because uh, uh, Dave Roberts had kind of questioned it in the past. Yeah, you know, he's been trying to incorporate a slider, and I've, I've been told that him working on the slider has maybe taken away a little bit from the great changeup grip and arm slot that he had. He just needs to find a way to be able to continue to work on a third pitch because that's what's going to be allow him to stick as a major league pitcher. You don't really last long if you're a two-pitch pitcher, no matter how good your two pitches are. But today, he didn't use the changeup that much. He only used it 12 times. What worked for him today was the fastball command because uh, he threw 69 fastballs out of his 97 pitches. So it was about fastball command for Ryan Pepio today, Kevin. Yeah, that's great. And with the way Dustin May was pitching, boy, are we going to be able to uh, fill in for Walker Bueller being out throwing? How, how fast was he throwing? He threw 99 yesterday. Kevin, how fast are you driving? <laughs> uh, I'm actually I'm going to a book signing for Larry Stewart, who just came out with a book, and I'll give him my best to you. All right, you give your best for for me to Larry Stewart. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. The Dodgers beat the Marlins today, ten to three. Let's go out to John in L.A. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, John. Yeah, hey, uh, did John Martin, was he not going to renew your contract? Is that why you went down the slide? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to understand. Hey, but my anyway. man my man has been very supportive, so uh, I appreciate that. Well, you're a gamer, Dave Vesta. I cannot believe that you not only showed up the next day, you know, all bandaged up, but wow. I mean, now you're hosting Dodger Talk after the Dodgers uh, ripped through the Marlins, the worst team uh, ever assembled. <laughs> I mean, this year. I would you know, say year, I wouldn't but, say but that, make, John. The lineup is really bad. The pitching staff is really good. To make a long story even longer, I have to say your radio show is getting way better ratings than the four-letter uh, game of the night because they made the mistake of having Rob Manfred in the booth with the president, former president George W. Bush. Why would they not have George W. on his own? Why would they include Manfred in that? That sounds pretty pathetic, in my opinion. But Bellinger came out. I think of George compound. W. knows more baseball than Manfred does. Quite honestly, John. George, you have to watch the replay. George W. was he should be on every single Sunday. He used to be the owner of the Rangers, in case people don't know. And I actually believe George W. Bush would make a great commissioner for baseball. Well, I mean, the you know the proof is in the pudding, and he stole the show. Rob Mepford shouldn't have been anywhere near that. All right, we get it. We get it. He's not popular, John. We get it. Thank you for the phone call. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers 
beat the Marlins today 10-3 and sweep this three-game series. They will welcome in the Brewers for a three-game set starting tomorrow night. Kind of weird scheduling how the Dodgers just saw the Brewers for four games on this last road trip. And then on their upcoming road trip, they'll say they'll see these same Marlins for four games. The Dodgers, after Wednesday's game against Milwaukee at Dodger Stadium, head out on a seven-game road trip to Miami and New York. It's a four-game wraparound series against the Marlins and then three against the Mets, which is interesting. It's interesting timing because... This is the first time the Dodgers are going to see the Mets in quite some time, and it's getting closer to October. So the Dodgers will get a better look at what the Mets look like right now. 866-987-2570. By the way, in today's 10-3 win for the Dodgers, Freddie Freeman had three hits. I mentioned yesterday that Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner are 1-2 as far as leading Major League Baseball in the number of hits they have this season. Coming into today's game, they were tied with 148 hits. Well, Freddie had three today. Trey only had one. So Freddie Freeman leads Major League Baseball with 151 hits. Trey had one hit, so he has 149 hits. Speaking of Freddie Freeman, he is so consistent. I feel like we take him for granted at this point. Because of a player that's as consistent as he is, we take him for granted. He's hitting 324 this year with an OPS of 929. He hit his 40th double of the season. Did you know Freddie Freeman has 40 doubles? He does after his double today. And if you're in case you're looking at it, as far as uh, history in Dodger franchise records, the man that has the most doubles in franchise history was a guy by the name of Johnny Frederick in 1929 who hit 52 doubles in a season for the Brooklyn Dodgers. The L.A. Dodger record is held by Sean Green, who hit 49 doubles in 2003. Freddie Freeman is on pace to finish with 54 doubles. So it's kind of interesting, and here's the connection because of uh, the L.A. Dodger franchise record. Sean Green's dad, Ira Green, was Freddie Freeman's coach as a youth. He actually taught Freddie Freeman, along with his dad, how to hit when he was growing up in Orange County. So Ira Green is a big part of the foundation of hitting that Freddie Freeman still carries with him to this day. And when Freddie was in the minor leagues with the Braves, when he was struggling, he called Ira Green, Sean's dad, and asked him for help to get back on track. So can you imagine Freddie Freeman breaking Ira's son's doubles record in the L.A. Dodger history books? Now that would be something. How about that, as Mel Allen would say? 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Let's go out to Jason listening on the iHeartRadio app in Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's Rich Hill country. How you doing, Jason? <laughs> I'm doing great, David. How about you? I'm doing great. Man, when I hear Michigan now, I think about my guy, Rich Hill, who was a Michigan man. Oh, uh, Rich Hill. I, lo- I loved him in a Dodger uniform. He's Me too. He's a competitor. He's great. He was hey, great uh, in game so- four of the 2018 World Series. Well, uh, first thing I want to say is uh, best of luck with the uh, your upcoming procedure. Hope it goes really, really well and your recovery is great. Thank you. I appreciate uh, I in, that. Yeah. I drove to um, – Milwaukee for the first time, and I attended the first two games of uh, the the series at the beginning of the week with the Dodgers, and uh, 
that's a that's a, a nice ballpark. And one of the things that it was impressed upon you is that, man, that chalet up there in left field is pretty high. <laughs> it is really high. I wasn't scared of heights. The first, I don't know if you realize this, uh, Jason, but I went down the first time with no issues. I put on a show and I was in one piece. Then uh, the cameraman, Sportsnet LA, wanted me to go down a second time, and that's where I started to go down really fast, and that's where the trouble happened. But, yeah, the heights did not scare me. It was really high, though. Oh, man. Well, By the I way, wanna... it's not Bernie Chalet anymore, Jason. It's Vassay Chalet. Of course it is. That's right it is. I want to express my gratitude uh, to you. And, you know, as L.A. fans, we have been so blessed. Obviously, Vin is the greatest of all time. But think about Chick Hearn with the Lakers, Bob Miller with the Kings, uh, Jaime Harin, and and now Joe Davis, I think, is going to end up being one of the all-time greats, even in a you know very different era. So thanks for the work that the, you do to um, – you know, just to represent the team and represent the, the franchise and just do a great job. So thanks. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. And Jaime Harin is in his final season broadcasting Spanish Dodger baseball and certainly is a treasure here at Dodger Stadium. So you're 100% right. We have been so blessed in Los Angeles to have the best of the best when it comes to broadcasting. Vince Scully, uh, not only Vince Scully, but Chick Hearn, Bob Miller, Jaime Harin, uh, Joe Davis now, and even going back to when Vin would take uh, radio innings off. Don Drysdale was really good. Ross Porter was part of our lives as well. Jerry Doggett when the team moved from Brooklyn. Now Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner on the radio broadcast. We are Certainly very fortunate to have uh, these men be the soundtracks to our sports teams. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Bill in Newberry Park. You're on Dodger Talk live from Dodger Stadium. Hi, Bill. Hey, David. That was, a, that was an awesome slide, man. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> and, and best of luck with the surgery, man. So I'm, I'm just so happy that all our bats are coming alive and – you know, with May back and our pitching is just on fire, uh, I don't know. We seem untouchable now. I wouldn't say that. All I'll just say, Bill, is that this team is really good, and I'm not a believer that the playoffs are a crapshoot. You just have to execute baseball and have the focus and have a game plan and also have the talent, and the Dodgers have the talent. Now they just have to continue to play unselfish baseball and not swing for the fences. Make the right baseball play. That's something that you can't put on a spreadsheet. When there's a runner less than two outs at second base, get him over. Get him over if it's the right baseball play. Now, that's not always the right baseball play, but when it is, make it happen and have good defense. Play good defense. Make the right defensive plays. And with how many balls are in the air these days, today's outfield, Tell me how a ball's going to drop, or this might have been one of the best outfield defenses across Major League Baseball on this Sunday afternoon. You had Gold Glover, Cody Bellinger in center field. You had Gold Glover, Joey Gallo in left field. You had Gold Glover, Mookie Betts in right field. Tell me a better outfield that played today. Absolutely. And Muncie is getting it back, too. It really makes me happy, Muncie, finally. <laughs> Do you want to apologize, Bill? I'll give you that opportunity. For what? 
for doubting Max Muncie, and I'm sure you called to criticize Muncie here. Oh, no, here. no, I never doubted him. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just happy he's back. I okay. never doubted him. All right. I <laughs> love it. Power, the Conejo man. Valley has Max Muncie's <laughs> back. Okay, I'll, I'll let him know. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we have three lines open at 866-987-2570. We'll take your phone calls and also check in with Jose Moda after the Dodgers complete a three-game sweep of the Marlins. 10-3, the final score today at Dodgers Stadium on AM570 LA Sports. On air at AM570, online at am570lasports.com, and available by podcast on the iHeartRadio app. This is Dodger Talk with David Bassett. Two balls, two strikes to Muncie. We're beginning the bottom of the seventh, and Muncie with a shot to center field. Heading on back is Blade. He's at the wall. It's gone. A home run. Muncie indeed is back, having quite an August. His 16th home run of the year, he's knocked in 46. David Vassay live at Dodgers Stadium after the Dodgers defeat the Marlins 10-3 and sweep Miami out of Los Angeles. That was Max Muncie's seventh home run of the month of August, and he has now uh, really come to life here in the last uh, two weeks or so. He really is starting to show signs that he is the old Max Muncie. That home run, by the way, went 402 feet in the seventh inning. Daniels Jewelers home run forecast congratulates Maria Gonzalez of Los Angeles. Maria receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card. For your chance to win a $50 gift card, all you have to do is go to AM570 LASports.com slash home run. Let's check in right now with Dodger broadcaster Jose Moda. You heard me last night, Jose, headline this as baseball's best pitcher against baseball's best lineup. And today, the Dodgers won the battle. What a great measuring stick, Dave, uh, for the Dodgers lineup and the way they went after uh, Sandy Alcantara. And by the way, I've been very impressed with their pronunciation and putting the accent Oof. on the right A. Thank Alcantara. you. Very good. Yes, very good. I've been um, erratic with I mean, his last name pronunciation, Jose. I'll be honest with you. Very yeah, erratic. Nah, you're fine. We, we respect the effort anyways. Um, you know, six earned runs. He had not allowed six earned runs this season. And don't – here's one thing, Dave. You know, a lot of the national broadcasters sometimes get caught up in this. When somebody of his stature does not have a good outing, immediately we hear he didn't have his best stuff. Well, guess what? His stuff was really good. But please don't disrespect the Dodger team. They came out here with a plan, executed well, and immediately by adjusting on those swings, you know, allow him to face something he hadn't faced all season long. So his stuff was good. This guy was averaging 98.7 miles an hour. The slider was there. But you know what happens when people say that your stuff isn't good? Well, they weren't sticking out the sliders out of the zone, and they were forcing you into the zone. So the Dodgers did a very fine job against a very good pitcher. And, again, very good stuff. They put pressure on him. They ran the bases immediately. He had allowed 17 stolen bases coming into this one. And right away, game plan from Dave Roberts, we're not going to be passive. We're going to be aggressive. And it paid off nicely. I learned from one of the best managers and best catchers in Dodger history, Mike Sosha, a long time ago, that strike one is so important for a pitcher. It's very difficult 
to pitch behind in the count. And today, Sandy Alcantara only threw 12 first pitch strikes. He had 22 pitches in that situation. Only 12 of them were first pitch strikes. How big was that? Oh, it's huge as a hitter when you go out there and think that, um, you know, this guy gets ahead of you 0-1 and you're looking at perhaps him moving that fastball the way he goes out and, and, and darts around and moves at a two-seamer, four-seamer velocity, uh, the breaking ball, the changeup. But as a hitter, obviously, you want to be able to handle the strike zone early in counts when it's more favorable for you. You know the later in counts with somebody with a type of stuff is going to be a little more difficult. And – Dave, you, you talk forever, and you, you're so good at this. Competitive at-bats, competitive swings. How about also, as we talked about for many months now, go out there and have controllable swings, something that you know that it's going to work against somebody like this. And you got to keep in mind, too, you know, especially guys like Muncie, uh, Gallo today, and obviously Cody Bellinger, somebody on the mound is going to provide the power for you. You do not need to over-manufacture because the natural power is there. Let them go out there and be in trouble and keep on the attack and stay aggressive. Jose, do you feel like because of the Dodgers having such aggressive swings, I think back to the last batter that Alcantara faced, or uh, that he faced in Will Smith in the fourth inning with two outs. Will Smith, even down two strikes in that at-bat, very aggressive swing. Do you feel like the Dodgers saw something that maybe other teams don't see as far as tipping? I, I'm not going to go in that direction, but I know one thing. You talk about Will Smith. Um, if he saw something, he's a catcher. Good for him to go out there and apply it. But I know that Will Smith is one guy that you want with a pressure on against anybody and any kind of stuff because go back to the first inning. Who got the big RBI? Get him on the board. Will Smith up the middle. Go back to that fourth inning. Who got him on the board again? Drop him the ball the other way. Will Smith. So the pattern on him is it doesn't matter what the count is who's on the mound, what kind of stuff the guy has. He's going to be a big part of the field, opposite field, and that's why he spoils so many good pitches on the outer half against right-handers and why he's so good with men in scoring position. No doubt. Three RBIs for Will Smith today to go along with three hits as the Dodgers beat the Marlins 10-3 to to complete this three-game sweep. Jose Moda is joining us here on Dodger Talk as we lead you up to the top of the hour. Jose, when uh, you look at this Dodger team, it feels like in baseball everybody wants to pick apart even the best teams. And I feel like after today there should be a, a much more belief in this Dodger lineup that they might be as good as advertised. I would say so. I mean, um, you know, there's going to be weak spots with every ball club. I mean, look at the Yankees where they were a month ago. Look what happened now. You know, and there's a lot of panic in New York. Obviously, they're not going to they're going to go to the playoffs no matter what. But the Dodgers team is the one about consistency, about adding pieces, and then one piece goes down and the other complements each other. So it's it's a matter of if you're on the other side watching you're going to go, okay, where do I go to? If I get to that weak spot, how do I attack it? But, Dave, the Dodgers are a team that does not allow you most times to get to the weak spot, you know, whether it's somebody that's spreading the zone, uh, one of the perhaps somebody struggling in that lineup at that time. And it's remarkable to watch. And, you know, it, it, you got to understand that when we talk about balanced team, yeah, you're going to have your ups and downs, but there's also more on the steady side of things in production, on the defensive side on the base running side, on the power side, on the on-base side, and they're showing why, obviously, they have now 84 wins. And you talk about guys like Joey Gallo, obviously, and his job is to make a very easy roster decision for them in the playoffs. We know who he is. 
we know what he's done in the past. And having a nice conversation with him yesterday, he is truly really buying into what they're trying to do to help him, and there's no doubt he's a difference maker, and it could be a big difference maker in October with the bats, with the arm, and obviously with the glove. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Uh, you know, there was every team playing today in Major League Baseball on Sunday. You can't tell me there was a better defensive outfield than what the Dodgers had out there today with three gold glovers in every position. A defense is a big part of the postseason, and I don't see any outfield defense being better than what the Dodgers had out there today. I agree with you 100%. I mean, Mookie Betts, you go out there and look at the uh, catches above probability and catches above average. I mean, outs above average. Cody Bellinger plays as flawless and does not make this diving play just to make a diving play. He doesn't. He really gets dirty, but he gets good jumps, good reads. And then Joey Gallo, he's got a couple of goals. He, he knows how to play the corner outfield, and uh, he knows how to throw it. And one thing, too, I want to point out, Dave, time after time, you know, as we get to the ballpark early, and I really admire this. Today at 10, 10.30 in the morning, who's throwing from center field? Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. <laughs> yes. Who, who was doing it yesterday early, two days ago? Mookie Betts. Joey Gallo gets his work in. Trace Thompson gets his work in. Chris Taylor. These are all just byproducts of the work they do and why you have a coaching staff that you have to trust and know that a lot of times it's tough to get through, establish our players to convince them as to why they need to do certain things on a consistent basis before the game. But this coaching staff, obviously with the communication and how well Dave Roberts delegates does a fantastic job, just getting the guys ready and convinced as to why this should continue to do these drills. So sometimes many people see as they do this in little league. What are they doing? Well, it's still baseball. You got to play a clean game, but I will say the product of, and the results of the outfield play is but the work they do. Obviously, they're talented athletes, but they put the work in. It's good to see that, you know, this convinces them even more to go out there and make sure they stay on top of their game. Hey, whatever shows up at game time, the preparation to be that good happens hours before first pitch. Jose, thanks a lot for the time. We'll check in with you, uh, or Tim Cates will check in with you tomorrow night after the Brewers game. Dave, and our prayers, my man, you are truly somebody that we admire. All the best to you in your procedure. Same to you, Jose. Thank you so much. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers beat the Marlins today 10-3. to Let's go out to Pasadena. Fabian, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Fabian. Hey, Dave. It's Fabian. Hey, I introduced oh, myself to you at the uh, Will Smith signing Reseda. We took a picture. I really appreciate uh, that you stayed with us after your injury, uh, giving us the Dodger insight that all Dodger fans really need. Um, really appreciate that, and uh, good luck tomorrow. That was tomorrow a great event. Procedure. It was great meeting you. Yeah, that was a great event. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm from Rashida myself, and I know you're a Valley boy, so, yeah, we've got something in common there. Hey, I wanted to talk to you about the, uh, the length of the lineup and especially the productivity out of the ninth batter in the batting order. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lux batted out of that position most of the year, and he's batting, around, he's batting close to 300 now. Now Bellinger's in that sl- slot, and uh, I think Muncie was there a few uh, weeks ago, and he's turning it around. Um, what is it about this slot in the batting order that is just – you know, allowing the Dodgers to turn the lineup over and, and put it in Mookie and Trey's hand. It, it, it's, yeah, I just find it amazing that we have a, you know, a ninth batter that's doing so well for us that just kind of allows us to kind of keep the lineup going. It's, what do you think? 
Well, I would say by the time you get to the ninth hitter, pitchers are looking for a place to exhale, and instead of being able to exhale, you have to face Gavin Lux, or you have to face Cody Bellinger, or sometimes you have to face Trace Thompson. Those are not hitters to exhale against because, as you saw today, if you make a mistake, Cody Bellinger is going to make you pay for it. So when you get to the 8-9 hitters today, as Sandy Alcantara did today against Gallo and Bellinger, there's no place to exhale because they're dangerous hitters. So that's the reason why. Uh, just look at who the Marlins were throwing out there as a 9-hitter. Just compare, compare it. Peyton Burdick? I've never heard of Peyton Burdick, but he's only hitting 178. That's a hitter you can exhale against. Or nine hitters. Yeah, we're definitely lucky as Dodger fans to have these type of hitters. So Enjoy uh, the show. Enjoy the show, Fabian. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Alfonso in Riverside. You're on Dodger Talk. Hi, Alfonso. Hey, David. I want to wish you the best tomorrow in your procedure. Can't wait to have you back. And, um, yeah, um, what a great team we have this year man it's incredible like i i i'm blown away and i want to go on the air and say i want to apologize to dave roberts i'm that guy that always every year was like oh my god dave roberts is the worst manager in the world (laughs) but now um i'm like this year i feel like i don't know i feel like he's managing the team a lot better maybe he has such a strong team that um I don't know I, I I love watching the games now I know once in a while with Craig Krimble, Krim, Craig Krimble, we all like kind of get scared but I mean with this lead that we have in the division I think it's okay to try to give that guy some confidence yeah Alfonso uh, number one he's uh, been able to manage this team because he has great players that always helps a manager and he would be the first one to say that but I always felt like Dave Roberts gets way too much blame. And even from some of his media friends, he gets too much credit. It's the players that have to go out there and play. I spoke to Mark Pryor about that today. Uh, Him and Connor McGinnis get a lot of credit for some of the pitchers they've helped get better. But he even said it. The players play. They have to go out there and pitch. So I feel like fans need to pump the brakes on the criticism towards Dave Roberts, especially during the regular season, because they have baseball's best record. He's been to the World Series twice. He won it in 2020. So he obviously is part of the big machine that is the Dodgers, a collaboration with Andrew Friedman and all his support staff as well. So this is not a one-man show is my point, Alphonse. So it's a big machine that continues to run at a high level. Uh, That'll do it for us on Dodger Talk today. Tomorrow, it'll be Eric Lauer on the mound for the Brewers, who's 8-5 with an ERA of 358, going up against left-hander Julio Urias, who is 13-6 with an ERA of 240. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck begins at 6 o'clock with first pitch at 7-10. And, yes, tomorrow I will be having surgery on my right wrist. Dr. Shin at the Curlin Job Center, the best in the business, is going to take care of it. And I will miss the Brewers series here at Dodger Stadium, but we'll be back for when the Dodgers start their four-game series in Miami. I won't be traveling on that road trip, but I will be with you uh, from Los Angeles uh, right here on the Dodgers Clubhouse Show and Dodger Talk and also my pregame duties. So thank you for all the well wishes. Hey, it's been a lot of laughs, a lot of love, and just write it out. 
I wanted to entertain, and I did, but uh, went to the far extreme there as far as my bones are concerned, but doing well and have a great spirit about it. So thank you so much for all the well wishes today. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Colin Yee back at our Burbank studios. Thanks to Dwayne McDonald out here at Dodger Stadium. And thanks to you for listening. In case you missed any of the show or our interview with uh, with Joey Gallo a couple of days ago and Tony Gonsolin yesterday, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app. That's where you can find all the Dodger talks, all the Dodger pregame, and all our Dodger interviews. Once again, the final score today from Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers defeat the Marlins 10-3 and complete the three-game sweep. Have a great rest of your Sunday. See ya. Bum over there, man, he's down on his knees. Look at these women, ain't nothing like them nowhere. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.